bless you for the season that we are living in. Thank you for the season that we are on earth. Thank you that we are very close to your coming. I can see the heaven fully prepared. I can see the holy angels of God ready. I can see the archangel and the trumpet in his mouth. I can see the rumbling of ceremonies in heaven preparing for the bride of Christ to be redeemed. I can see wild men are singing sorrow. Heaven is celebrating and rejoicing. Why the devil is panicking and confused. God and his holy angels are having merry. For the marriage feast of the Lamb will soon happen. As the saints of God shall soon be redeemed. And the glory of the Father be established forever. And this earth shall soon pass away. To give into the new heaven and the new earth. The abode of the righteous. Lord we bless you for the month of revelation. Thank you for the gift of insight. In Jesus holy name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jam your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about you all. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful to God for what Christ with our knuckle is. For where we are now in the agenda of heaven. And for where we are going. Welcome some beside in the name of the Lord. We have been taught by Mobioma that we should clap. And we should shout. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Please be seated in heavenly places. I'm so glad to be in your midst again. Last week, Sunday, we were in Ireland. Amen. And I thank God for what God has done in Ireland. Amen. The Lord told me that Ireland has just entered into the destiny. Hallelujah. You know, Christ with Tabernacle, I want to bless God for you. For several reasons. One of the reasons being that you follow the path of the Lord. I told them in New Cross just a few minutes ago. God has been so gracious to this house. Because of the knowledge of the word and the insights that we receive. And I looked at what God is doing in CFT Global. And it's the same manifestation. On this trip. Can you take this thing off please? Because it's blowing too cold. They will sort it out. They will sort it out. It's freezing. I don't want you to sleep. Do you like it? Okay. If you like it, then I leave it. Majority carries the vote. Now, you know what I was saying to you is this. I looked at the testimonies I met in Ireland and my heart rejoices because 
as God is moving among you here, He's doing the same thing in Ireland, CFT, and He's doing the same thing in, you know, all over the CFT branches. I, I saw youths grow among us as children, and now they are graduates in various fields. One of the testimonies of Ireland, one of our girls there who went into law is heading, uh, you know, a section of the company in Europe. She was the best student in her time in the whole of Ireland. One of our youths there, you know, also got the best students in Ireland even in Irish culture. You know, when a black person is given best Irish person, what about the color? It does not exist for those who are in Christ Jesus. Not only that, one of them now, who is studying medicine in Glasgow, has just broken the record as the best student. And so they gave her scholarship in her fourth year in medicine to go and study cardiovascular science master's degree. And she'll come back and finish her medicine. In, this, in the university, she's the best. And I tell you, one of our pastors, you know, you know he, he lives in an area like Labour Party where the party started which is their main stronghold. And he competed with the party in their own seat. He competed as, as a, um, what do you call it now? Independent. And he won the party in their own seat. Now he has been appointed as a director into one of the ministries in Ireland to head the whole country. I can give you many more testimonies. Of course, we have been hearing testimonies from you guys here, and we have been hearing testimonies from New Cross. And I'm saying this to help you know that the youth of Christ with Tabernacle, they listen to the word of God that comes out from the pulpit. When I told all of you to add more to your values, read more, study more, that's God is saying to me, in that time, I said, five to ten years' time, you will need everything you have read. I said that there's going to be economic crisis, and Europe will shake. The kingdoms of this world will shake, and there will be perforation on the top. And I said that God will begin to raise you into highest heights in the midst of recession. Now you are seeing it happen in your time. Blessed are those who believe. Because when instruction comes and you follow it, then by the time that God brings the perforation, um, you know, please bring Pastor Shegun to come and sit down here. Pastor Shegun and his wife to come and sit down with us here. So, you understand? So, as many who have done what I have said, this is a time for you to enjoy it. Because there is recession, it's going to bite more until 2023, you remember? 
And I told you that by 2024, we will begin to get out of the recession. Uh, what is happening in England, don't be, don't be amazed about what's happening in England, because God has told us in this house about this happening in England. I was contacted by some Nigerian, uh, Nigerian pastor yesterday, and they were telling me all the news they had about England. I said, they are beginning to pray for England. I said, don't pray for England, just thank God for England, because we are here. The Bible says the Lord God will do nothing without revealing a secret to his servant who? The prophets. And so God has told us we have been positioned for the past 11, 12, we have been positioning you church. And now the recession time has come and God is, you know, lifting you up in this house. And let me say about you too. Testimonies came in to me this week. One of our students who now graduated as a medical doctor came out with distinction. And he is the second in the whole university. Not only that, there are more, more testimonies than that on him that he will come and share with you. The spirit of excellence is upon the house of prophet. You have been saying about Samuel. It says God did not allow the word of Samuel to fall to the ground. My word over you cannot fall to the ground. Amen. But when I speak like others, together you have an obligation to believe and run with it. Not because you understand. Just do it. Run with it. Let me give my own testimony. I also have a testimony. What do you think my testimony will be? Crack your brain. I was in Ireland when I saw a flash. And then I went to check it. And two companies have seen my CV. And they both asked that I should come and take the post of CEO. When I looked at the offer, the minimum of the offer begins with quarter of a million. 250,000 pounds. Now, I have not updated my CV for the past two years. That is two years ago. But within the past two years, I've added more to my qualifications. When I saw this offer, I said to myself that why would God give an offer of CEO to me? It's only for one reason. Yes. Yeah. Not my CV. It's on my LinkedIn. It came on my LinkedIn. I didn't apply. I did not apply. You know, I was telling pastor that my fear was that if I go for the interview, if they just said to me, when do you want to start? What will I say? Because I've been to interview before. They said that, uh, well, they, they sat down the border and said, I was sad that they come. I came in, they said, Okay, you are very welcome, Mr. Alfred Williams. We have looked at your CV. When would you like to start? And I said, will you not interview me? They said, what shall we interview you? That we have seen your CV, and there is nothing to ask you. We know that you are qualified, and you are capable. And on that day, I sank. That was 1992, when CFT just started. I sank. I was confused, because I did not come to the interview, because I wanted to start a job immediately. I said, let me go. They said, yes, yes, go and think about it. Just call us and tell us when you will start. So on this one too, 
I said, if I pursue it, and they just say, when do you want to start? What will I tell them? Certainly, God did not give me that because he wanted me to do the job. But he wanted me to know what he has done in CFT with CFT people. That's why. I have my job as your shepherd. And that is enough for me. I will get there now. It's not a quarter of a million. It doesn't matter anything to me. I'm worth more than a million. And so, those offices that are available, I'll be speaking with uh, the, uh, the, the administrators, and we will make it available to any member of this church who's qualified. So that, you know, I pray that one of you will take the job. Last year, I was appointed to the board. I was asked to come on the board for Oxfam, but I missed it because I didn't check my email. Two weeks my, my LinkedIn. Two weeks after, I, uh, two months after, I went to check it and I discovered that, you know, it had been there for a month, for two months. I called them and I said, "Oh, we looked at your CV. We wanted you, but when you did not reply, after a month, we gave it out." And the headhunter said, I keep your CV. When anyone comes out, you know, we'll call you. You know, when God says to you that in this house, that in this time that there will be famine, that God will raise you guys up, believe it. Just believe it. Tear fund, sorry, tear fund. It was the other charity. Just believe it. See, I want to talk to you today, very basic and simple. For you, uh, Cathedral, my, my spirit always shifts when I come to your midst. What I want to talk to you about is, um, it's, um, what is the topic again? It's, um, um, Living a life of victory. Living a life of victory. That's what I, I program in my brain. Don't limit yourself when God has not limited you. Write it down. Living a life of victory. You see, there is a way that cement writes to man, but the end of it is destruction. Are you with me now? For everyone who believes in Jesus, if you can serve him, I told you the last time, sky is not your limit, but heaven is your limit. I told you again, the easiest way you can make your life easy is to follow Christ. You can see vision. You can have insight. You can have understanding. You can have success where others fail. They will beg you to bless you where others are kicked out. Everybody will love you where they hate others. You have favor where in the face of the most wicked man. Because what? The hand of God is upon you. I would prefer to lean on that God. And follow him with all my heart. So that I can get to the heights. God does not need any material 
to perform miracle. He does not perform magic, he performs wonders. But he needs your cooperation. Look at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Let's read together, 17. Shall we read it together? 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Yes, therefore... Give me the King James Version in that. Shall we read it together? Therefore... I trust you, cathedral people, because you read loud. The Bible says, Blessed is he that read aloud the word of this prophecy. I just told them a new cross. They are headquarters. But no problem. We are not headquarters, but we are cathedral. Shall we read it again with life? Therefore, come on now. Did you recognize something that scripture says? How many of you are in Christ Jesus? Wave your hands to me. Come on now, wave your hands to me. You have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's not a complicated thing. Like some try to complicate it. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you are saved. Now, however, if any man now, woman, man, child, old, President, queen, princes, nobles, and their gate men. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new beginning. A new creation. All things are what? Passed away. All things have become what? New. I want you to look at the scriptures. All things are passed away. All things are become new. But it says, therefore, which means regardless of what people have said, regardless of what you have known, regardless of what people are preaching all over the world, whether it's those who preach right or those who preach falsehood, if you are certain that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, and your savior you have not existed before when you cross that faith line you begin to exist because you did not have a track record of existence and you have now begun to exist there is nothing of your old records that has credence over your new being whether they curse your father, they curse your generation, whether they seek, they, they have a genetic disorder in that place. Once you get born again, the regime of all that ceases. It ceases. That is the word of the Lord. All things are passed away. All things have become new. And I love the word. The Bible does not give man room. To philosophize or suggest. This is blunt. This is part of the scripture that does not need interpretation. It is an instruction. It is a covenant spoken. You remember I was teaching you about the difference between covenant and promise? Covenant spoken. It is a deed. It is signed by the blood of Jesus. It has become a deed. Irrevocable. If you are in Christ Jesus, the reality about you is that nothing of your past has credence. 
So I wonder those who thought about regenerational curses. I wonder what also thought about, oh, you have this kind of disease in your family, then that disease should be yours. You have been rewired. Spirit, soul, body. Let me tell you, if someone say, argue that, it's your spirit that is born again. Alright, let's accept that argument. For true, it's your spirit that is born again. However, what is your body? Your body is declared by the scriptures as the garments of your spirit. Because Paul said, when I put down these old garments, it is the gown of your spirit. Now, let me tell you. So, if your spirit is holy, can you can it dwell in an unholy body? The answer is no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you have been sanctified, the Bible says. That is, you have been washed by the blood. That is, you have been made holy by the blood. That is, you are now God's ambassadors. That is, you now carry the gene of God. Listen to me, therefore. As you carry the gene of man when you were born, as you are born again, you now carry the gene of the Most High God. So whatever does not happen to God, should not and cannot happen to you. Anything that happened to you is what you permitted. Not because they have the power. It's what you permitted. You can ask me a question that, but why do we have Christians, oh, they have a, a particular disease in their family and the disease casts them. I will explain it to you. Why do we have Christians, there's a particular pattern of curse in their, in their family and that curse is coming upon them. I will help you understand this. Can I say this to you? Because you have immune system that can fight a virus, does that mean the virus cannot attack your body? It can. If you are in the environment of it, it will. However, the difference between you and the others who do not have the immune system against it is this. It will ravage the others. But your immune system will automatically respond towards that attack and destroy it. Is that correct? Come on now. I, I, I mean, those of you who are doctors and, and nurses and all this stuff, right? Am I telling the truth? Why are you looking at me like that? I said, I have in my body immunity. You may not understand what I'm saying. Koshemu. Kosheko logu. Borokoto lunyo. Immunity. In my diet means you cannot be caught. If you grab me, I will sleep away. If you wrap me, I will sleep under. You can't just catch me. The whole of my body is slippery. Immunity. No wonder. English called to immunity. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> Immunity, immunity. Immunity means immunity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh? If I've been immune against a disease, can the disease attack me? Yes. But when the disease attack me, do I need to do anything to stop it? No. Because the immunity inside me will fight against the invader by itself and neutralize the effect of that invader. 
Is that our science teachers? Yeah. If you know, no, say Nasu. Nasu. Therefore, because you are a new creation, does it mean Satan will not test you? He will. Does it mean sickness will not attack your body? He will. Does it mean that the thing that happened to your gene cannot attack you? It can. But it is how you handle it. Because you have an immunity according to the word that all things are passed away. They have no credence over you. Oh, yeah, my former, this my anger has come. My mother has anger. My grandmother has anger. It's not your portion. Oh, it's the weakness in my family. My, my uh, uh, sister had it. My uh, auntie had it. My cousin had it. You are not your cousin. If any man is in Christ, Jesus is a new creation. All things are what? Passed away. All things have become new. It is your mindset. Oh, my father never prosper. In my family, people don't prosper. I'm the firstborn. Every firstborn don't prosper. They, you know, you can trace it. All these my uncles, their firstborn don't prosper. And you now accepted Jesus Christ. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hey, somebody from that family who accepted Jesus Christ. Do you understand? Do you understand me? Somebody had put an end to that gene. Because your gene has changed from the gene of your father to the gene of the father in heaven. Because if a man now, therefore, therefore after being a gene of man, have now committed to the Lord and now connected to God, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. Satan doesn't want you to, to understand that. Let me tell you, you are more than what you think you are. Do you believe that God lives in you? That's the Holy Spirit. All right. Let me take you a bit further. Understand we are talking about living in victory. I will expound more on the word if, which is a condition. Okay. If I came in here, drug addict, murderer, adulterer, fornicator, name it, every mess on the world, I have messed it. Satan was the one riding me like a horse. I do whatever my mind tells me. Anybody who is like that, the devil is the one riding over you. And what the devil does is that he will make you destroy yourself. You agree with me? Everything the devil tells you to do is to destroy you. Some may tell them to bleach. When they get a little bit old, they have cancer of the skin. Hmm? They bleach to the place you are by. The color, the people are seeing them that they have double color. When you see a woman walking and she has double tone. Hello, is that beauty? Uh, 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 answer me, is it beauty, man? We can see in Nigeria, we call some people yellow. She's yellow. She's black. But the middle range, something is wrong. 
You are the yellow, you are the black. That is to say that a part of your body is light, and another part of your body is trying to become light. Then where your real parts show your black beauty. Who tells you to bleach? Satan. How does he tell you? He makes you feel less creature than others. So, what ends that? You suffer from, you know, multiple identity, insecurity. You never feel that you are beautiful. Until you do that, with devil is doing. And devil knows that just 30 years, he can now send a spirit called cancer. Because you have made way for it. And God will not be able to help you. Everything the devil makes you do is to destroy you. Look at people who cut their trousers into rags. Everybody dress. They wear good trousers. Somebody felt that my trousers should open my bombs, a rag, my ties, and cut it by himself. What is the difference between that person and a normal madman who just wears rags? No, 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 you tell me. There's no difference. The spirit that works in the madman is what Satan sent to them. So that is, look at people who perforate their nose, perforate their, their, here inside. I mean, how can they be breathing with this thing there? Perforate all their ears and put their hands. Does it make them more beautiful? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It deforms their beauty. Mutilates their human body. Somebody put tattoo all over his body. How are you trying to impress? Is it God you are impressing? Have you seen an angel of tattoo before? No, no, no. If somebody has seen an angel of tattoo, let him tell me. Those things. If you, if, if any one of you was a, was involved in witchcraft before, you will tell me. There is a book. They call it the sixth and seventh book of Moses. I read it when I was a young boy. It's not Moses' book. It's written by D. Lawrence. One of the greatest satanists who ever lived. When I read it, my friend who took me to read it, who was in the cult, was telling me that, Alfred, if you read this, you go mad. I said, I cannot be mad. I began to read it. You will see demons that have tattoo. They are there. You will see all this harassment of people with earrings all over their nose and everywhere, to their tongue, to their belly button. These demons are there, pictured there. You can invoke them and see them. So, when the devil takes charge of the mindset of a man, it's to your detriment only. However, someone cannot say, I am in Christ, and he behaves like those who are in the devil. It's not possible. You cannot be in hot water and cold water at the same time. How do you know those who are in Christ, who you yield your mindset to? And how do you know who controls your mindset? 
The way you behave, the way you react, what you desire determines who rules your mind. However, why do some people don't behave like that? Someone said to me that there is a church now where people go. You can dress anyhow. Even the pastor, he has tattoo. He did rings all over the nose. The pastor, yes. In London. They came from Australia. You can tear your clothes. A woman can wear skirts. The whole of her bumps is out. So that she will be pulling what is not pullable. That is me. Come on. Somebody wore a skirt from house. And he's doing this. You understand? A time will come that there will be no skirt. And he will be doing like that. Psychiatric doctor. What does that mean? Hello, psychiatry. What does that mean? When somebody is doing this and there is no... Because he has been used to wearing something that will show the bombs. To who? Who can be attracted by those type of dressing? Are they not demon possessed like them? Excuse me. Oh, the church, you can do whatever you like. Aha! That's what began the fall of the devil in heaven. Listen to me. There is a way it is the better way. There is a way it is the better way. It is the way of the Lord. No controversy. You will have a glorious rest. No one can stop you. No one can hinder you. Because you are following the way. The way, the way. No Satan. No power. Let anybody curse you. It cannot be. You follow the way. The Bible says, if a man is in. So, when you accept Jesus, which brings you into the kingdom. If this scripture applies to you, you remain in the kingdom. You cannot leave the kingdom into where you used to go. Where you used to be. You cannot love the things you used to love. Someone says to me, maybe that is your thoughts. When you die, it will be too late. If it is my thoughts, is it not your thought too that made you behave that way? You don't ask yourself. Thoughts come from somewhere. Tell me. From God or from Satan. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. Very quickly. And you had... NIV, please. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, yes, in which you used to walk to live, when you follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, which is the devil, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Hello? Is that straightforward? Come on, church, answer me. So, that tells you that there, are, there is a particular mindset we used to have before. A manner of thinking we used to have before. 
When we follow the ways of this world, he says ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. I spoke to you about that, I explained that to you before. Now, he says, the spirit that is what? At work. In who? In who do they work? Okay, now, so, if he works in those who are disobedient, what did they disobey? The laws of God. The laws of God. The one who is tattooing himself, calling himself a pastor, you know, and tear all his body with all his trousers, tear. And then put on um, canvas, sebo, to come and preach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can dress anyhow. Just wear anything and come to the pulpit and be preaching. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up in adultery shortly. He's on the net. How will you not end up in adultery? He was controlled by the spirit of the air, not the spirit of God. That's why that spirit has to lead him into what his predecessors have been. Those who follow them are blind. Am I with you? I would die a righteous death. What about you? What about you? Listen to me. It says this spirit works in the disobedient. Look at the next verse about you who claim to be in Christ. All of us have lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature. Hey, what is in town? The next thing in town is that, you see, women are leaving their back open because they have to show their back, you see. And then, a born again begin to get clothes that will show her back. To who? Demons. When the demons see that, they will follow. Say, one of us. I will get now. Oh, it's my laps. And they begin to show their laps. You know, I say, I know before, a pastor who will put on short knicker, tights himself. And come to the pulpit and begin to preach. Popular all over the world. Mob follow him. Thousands in his church. Built a mansion. And suddenly Satan hit him below the belt. Because he had been controlled by the devil before. Preach. Loud noise. No encounter of God. They discovered he was a gay. He caught AIDS. They covered him. But when God decided to expose a man, people came up. Accusation against him. He built shopping mall in America. He had money. He, he did an advert one day. He sat on a throne and people are coming to beg at his feet. He put it on television. In those days. But when God said, All right. Let me expose him. Demons of hell made a mockery of him. He died in his sin. How long will God's people double into opinions? If God is God, let's have him. 
Look at what he says here. Cravings of the flesh. Father, we love you. Ah, we worship you. And tears are running down your eyes. It does not mean you are a worshiper. Satan worship and cry. Demons worship and cry. By your fruit. If you are obedient to the word of God, then you are controlled by the spirit. If you are disobedient, you love the things of the world, you gravitate to the things of the world. Look at what it says here. All of us, you have lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature, but what? And following the desires and thoughts like the rest of men, we were by nature object of rats. So, if a man is in Christ Jesus and is in the world, he is by nature object of rot. Curses of the nature will come upon him. Affliction of the nature will come upon him. The punishment in that nature will come upon him because he's not in Christ Jesus. And these are the kind of people who make people confused about Christianity as if Christianity does not work. It works! It works! No power can stand against you. If you are a child of God, impossible. It is impossible. No one can hinder you. If you are a child of God, you only need to ask yourself, who am I in? Who am I? Where am I? Where am I? Who controls my mind? Who controls my thoughts? I was so from my youth, and I am so now. So there's no age barrier. There's no such a thing that he's a youth. It's because he's a youth. In this church, we have youth fired up. Primary school children fired up by the Spirit of God. And you can see their lives. Different from normal course. You are looking for fever. You find fever when you live in fever. When you live with fever. When you obey fever. To find favor. Come on. I love this. But look at the next verse. Let's read together. to verse 5 and vice verse 7 you see that together now it says we were made what alive in what even when we were what dead in our transgression it is what by grace now I will talk about grace I've watched television and I've seen people saying that oh I've never understood the doctrine of grace before but I just understand it now lie like, you see how a preacher says that? He is in the devil. Anybody born again, children of Sunday school in this church, they know grace. They know grace. Do you not know that it is by grace of God you are saved? Yes? Yes? Now, so, 
They propound a theory and begin to say that grace is liberty. Hmm? Grace is not liberty. Liberty has different meaning in English to grace. Grace is not not liberty. Grace is an ability that a person receives from a higher order to function in some things that are supernatural beyond him. That is grace. It's different from liberty. So they begin to tell you that the grace of God, you know, because you have grace of God, you can do whatever you like. You know, it doesn't matter even if you make mistakes. It is not by, by what you are doing that God saved you. That is correct. You know, Satan, when he told the woman, did God really say? Which is true. But you understand? Paul said that, show me your faith and I will show you my works. So, they will tell you that it doesn't matter. Because they want to cover in iniquity. They want you not to feel guilty when you are reckless and when you sin. They are messengers of Satan taking you to hell. I heard that one of them just said that, I've never understood the doctrine about tithing. I just understood it now. He will never understand till he dies. He's a liar looking for money or people. That is his business from beginning. And that is what is still his business today. Can I take him one them? That Jesus told them they would go to hell if they don't stop preaching that prosperity message. They stopped for some time. He, he won it publicly. They stopped for some time. After six months, somebody among them said that it's not only Kenneth Higgins God speaks to. That is why he now said, Oh, I just understood. We don't need to pay tithes. You know what they will tell you to pay? The whole of your salary. Yes, that's what they go. You watch that man. That's why it's coming to. The Bible says, bring the whole tithe into my storehouse. When Jesus was questioned about tithing, he said, give Caesar what is Caesar and give God what is God's. They are men of instinct. Bruce, don't follow them. We are made alive where we are dead in our transgression. It is grace that brought us to salvation. Now let me help you know a little bit more about grace. Look at the book of Romans chapter 8. I'll be very fast now because I want to crush Romans chapter 8 and then we have some people baptized yesterday and speak about baptism and then we're going to pray and go. Satan will not catch you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at what it says. Therefore, now there is no condemnation, now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, the law of spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Now, what do you say again? For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of a sinful man to be a sin offering and so condemning sin in sinful man. That's talking about salvation. I will extend that to you more, more critically later. But what he's saying here is that man could not save himself by the regime of the law. And Jesus came and shed his blood so that we can be saved by grace. All right. Now, let's sit together for that. It says, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. Stop there first. So, that's why it's so clear. 
If you are in Christ Jesus, you must stop sinning. Yeah? This is black and white English. We do not live according to sinful nature, but we live according to the Spirit. Now, go forward. It says, five, please. Five. Those who live according to the sinful nature have what? Their mindset on what the nature desires. Understand, Paul is writing this letter to the church. Corinth, there is so much there. This Corinth has serious problem. So, he said that those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset of what the nature desires. But those who live according to the Spirit have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. Hey, do you believe that? Say amen. I'd like to share that with you. <laughs> those who live according to the Spirit have their mindset. Of what the spirit desires. Some Christians always say that I've been a Christian for all these years. When they talk about the gift of the spirit, I mean, I don't have anything, you know, you know. I mean, I pray, 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 pray. God didn't hear me. I do, 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 do. He didn't hear me. I fast, 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 fast or nothing. Let me tell you something. Your mind is not set on God. Your mind is not set on God. That if you are, if that is you, really, you have not prayed. Because those who pray, they pray daily. When we are praying, you are not there. And then you, you are in this church. You claim that I have been praying, 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 praying. We have been praying now for 840, how many days? Seven days. You did not show up. You show up, submarine, and you go on down. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That is you. That is you. That is you. Because you see, you know, your mind is not set on what the Spirit desires. God says it's the month of revelation. You have not asked Him for one time for the gift of revelation. And then you said, I, don't, I can't see. How can you see? I will show one thing to you about this. So your mindset. Let me tell you something. All of you who, are, who have degrees and all stuff. How did you get your degree? It's your mindset. If your mind is not set on getting it, you will fail. Those of you who have distinction, it's your mindset. The difference between distinction and, and failure is just mindset. Retuning the mindset. The man who came out went to university and failed his degree. He can get for slash. If somebody can retune his mind. Are you with me now? Hey, why are you looking at me like that? Are you with me? Yes, I have people in this church who came to this church. When I told them that you go and read. They said, Apostle, this brain is dead. I said, dead? And you are talking to me. Your brain is not dead. Go and read, my friend. Apostle, God will help me. Yes, he will help you. I don't think. It's for my children. I said, no. You are my own child too. You go and read. Your parent. <laughs> I did celebration of someone yesterday. And I told them. The mother was, was standing. I was there. And I said that this man who is 60 today. To a person is a husband. To another person is the father. Then to some other people he is the grandfather. However to this woman sitting here today. He is the son. The son. The son. But when I overcame their fear by pumping them enough with the word of faith, they went to school. Some of them have master's degree today. 
They have master's degree today. Wait, I cannot, I cannot. Uh, you can. One day after the other, you can. When the mind is retuned, anything the human mind retunes towards, that's what you can achieve. If you retune your human mind to do evil, you will achieve evil. The worst evil. If you retune your human mind to achieve success, you will get it. You retune your human mind to God, you will get it. You will get it. It's not such a thing that I cannot see. Uh, people are speaking in tongues. You keep on speaking English. Change your language, my friend. When we are praying, all of us are praying in tongues. I do. Father, 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 enough Father. Say something from the Spirit. Your mind set. Your mind set. When you set your mind to the Spirit, you go and focus on it until you get it. Is there anybody here who cannot get a spirit gift? Nobody. I think that is where we'll end the discussion. Let me explain the, 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 the desires to you first, and then we crush it. This verse 5, we're coming back. Go back to verse 7. So, verse 7. Go forward. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to the laws of God. Nor can it do so. Pastor Ababa, you electrical engineer, isn't it? So you, you still remember NAND in logic, in Bolivian algebra. No gates, none gates, no gates. Now, let me explain to this church. When the Bible says no, what that means? Sinful nature does not submit to God, no. What it means is that either this or that. They are not conjunct, no. Either you do not submit or you cannot. So that someone may say that, but I submit sometimes, I don't submit sometimes. You fall under it. Because he does not is a continuous habit. He comes in, he does today, tomorrow he does not. So now that way we preach, he that is a possibility for you. Eh? Someone says that, do you think any man can do what he say? Mm. That's why they can't see. They are deaf and dumb. They tell you that. They can't see, they can't hear God. He does not or cannot. The one who cannot are reprobates. The one who does not are people in church who does whatever the mind does. Your does control. Your mind is controlled by flesh. Your mind is controlled by the world. Your mind is full of all this garbage. So how much success can you think of? You can't think of success. Just remain where you are. Look what he says here. Eight. Therefore, those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. This is blank. Both to those who does not and those who cannot. They can't please God. They can't please God. Now, so, you should question yourself. How can a man please God? But you see, we, we worship together. We cry together. We roll on the floor together. We do everything that is ritual together. And yet, it's not pleasing to God. You know why? The life of a disobedient child is not pleasing to his father. A disobedient child is not pleasing to his father. 
There is nothing. Look, let me say something to you. You may be disobedient and God is blessing you. Because you are a child. But God is not happy with the disobedient. What will happen to you is that the secret things that God entrusts in the hand of the obedient one, He can give you. He can give you. In the days that Satan will clash, close gap with you, you cry, 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 heaven can answer you. Because you are nowhere. You are not pleasing to God. And God will say, increase the furnace. Maybe he will repent. So the devil will punish terribly. And everybody will pray and fast. God will not answer. Because to you, the, your soul is more important to God than for you to live. You must not want God to that place. You must not. Why we pray? Somebody is sick. We pray, 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 and then he die. Check it out. Is the life pleasing to God? If it's pleasing to God, God will sustain him. Because God has covenant with people who please him. A man was told by a prophet, get ready and you will die, says the Lord. And the man went to his God and said, God, but you know me. You know me. You know my record. Bring my file out, oh God. Let us talk. See if I have been in, I've done iniquity. That is what a child of God should do. And then God sent that prophet back. Go and tell him. He has settled his matter with me. He shall not die. I will add 15 more years. And he lived. To please God. To live a life that pleases God. It is simple. It is not hard to please God now. It is harder to please Satan. Because you will suffer. <laughs> Those of you who used to go and booze yourself. You remember in the days you booze? You drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. I saw them in Ireland this, this time. They were walking on the streets and we were driving. Pastor said, I have to stop. Because the man just walked to the street like that. Eh? And cars are coming. He didn't look at anywhere. He was just going like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pastor, you see, he said they are drunk. And you see another one, he's going like this. Eh? Respectable man. He was a bar manager. I see the bar manager. He's a director. I see the director. Are you with me now? And he'll go like that. He'll go like that. And they began, all his friends were carrying her. It's a lady. They were holding her. And she would fall and they will. Ah. Satan would not make jest of you. Yeah. Let me tell you. You have no option but to just follow Jesus. Look. If you, as for me, if you are well dressed, at least you're making up your face so that your face will not look rugged. And you look clean and neat. If you stand before me, and people of my kind of mind, are just beautiful. But when you now begin to look oppressed, we will now take consideration of you. That, ah, what has entered into my, my sister? Isn't it so? But you see, those things that the devil make you do, do they add values to your life? No. It can only introduce you to the world of controversy. So people who loved you before just hate you. Even workmates. Don't you follow the debate that is going on? You should learn from it. You go to an interview, you display very well. 
But your interviewer has gone to your LinkedIn and your Facebook and get information and saw the way you have dressed like masquerade. They are not born again, but they have common sense. They know that somebody who is like that cannot be serious. Though you are all qualified, and when you come, they just say, okay, we'll be writing you. And then you begin to go from one place to the other looking for a job. Listen to me. This scripture concludes it. Those controlled by sinful nature cannot please God. But you, however, are not controlled or are controlled not by the sinful nature but by the Spirit. If, if what? If what? Uh huh. So, if the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. That's what I'm telling you, all those pastors who do tattoo, because they want to appeal to people. Do you think they are born again? Forget it. Forget it now. Let me tell you. In 1999, the Lord took me to heaven. And this, I'm going to close on that. And the Lord took me to the calendar, the room where the calendar of the world is kept. And he began to open to me. At that time, there was confusion all over the world concerning Y2K. Those of you who are still young at that time, don't worry. The whole world went mad. Y2K. From 2000, uh, uh, when we reached the year 2000, they told us how computers would break down, how everything would be disordered. In America, pastors were telling their members they have warehouses, they were loading it with food and with, with water. Not thinking that food and water you load had time to expire. So I went to America at that time to minister the word of God. And the minister gathered together to me, it was Orlando, and he said that, Apostle, what is God saying to you about, about two, two, 2000, year 2000? <laughs> I said, God didn't tell me anything. He hasn't told me anything. They said, no, you know, you know God needs to tell you something because, you know, we are hearing here that God told them, some people, the world will crash at the time. I said, come on, guys. My Bible tells me the book of Peter. Who will bring an end to the world? He said Jesus will breathe the breath of his nosery and the elements will burn in fire. You know when the time comes. Jesus will go, and the whole world, fire will come. He will destroy everything to elements. When elements are destroyed, then by chemistry there is no matter. When there is no matter, nothing formed. So, you can't tell me computer will do that. I say, you guys go and sleep and think. I'm not a fool. <laughs> I may not argue with you, I'm not a fool. So when I got back to London and now said, Lord, what is going on here now? Everybody is confused. My members, I, have, I must be able to tell them, what is everyone saying? And I began to, to seek God. Then I had the encounter. But I'm telling you this because I just had a news within the past three days. In the encounter, the Lord showed me 2000. And he showed me nothing happened. 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. He showed me 9 11. He showed me all manners of things that were happening in the globe at the time to 2015. And 2015, I could not see clearly anymore. I said, Lord, what will happen thereafter? And he looked at me. 
and his face changed. And he said, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me. And I will give unto every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. And he was walking to higher heavens as he was talking. Before, he was smiling to me. I wonder why his face changed and it was so straight. And someone, after that encounter, I told you what will happen in all these years, and they did happen. And then someone asked me, what about if the world continues after 2015? I said, yes, the world can continue after 2015. You are living in injury time. You know why the world has continued after 2015? The Bible says because of the mercy of the Father. God wants all men to be saved. But if you tell me this now, I was listening to one prophet who I believe he is a prophet, I'm an apostle. We sit in different offices. I mean, he is a seer. I used to sit in that office before the Lord moved me into the apostolic office. Prophetic office is simple. A good number of you who have been with me for 30, 30 odd years, you have enjoyed the privilege. All right? When you come in those days, I will tell you what problem you have when you came to me, and I will tell you the solution without you opening your mouth. I will cut people in church and say that this is what you are thinking now to, to decide, but hear the word of the Lord. Don't do that. This and this and this is what you do. Of course, I'm moving on out of that office now, but when you sit in that office, you know, you don't need to pray for people before you can see, because you sit in the office. And of course, my angelic ministry started from that office till now. But then, when the Lord shifted me to the office of apostle, what is an apostolic office? Apostolic office, Second uh, uh, Corinthians 12, 12, it said, it, it, it said, the signs of apostle was manifest in your midst, signs and wonders. So we understand that the apostolic office is signs and wonders. And you all have seen that happen. You have seen that happen. You see, this man, who I reverse so much, said Jesus visited him. And then Jesus told him about one of the prophecies which we read concerning the end time. About the entity who will be the first prophet. And he said Jesus told him, that person. And now told him that look, watch what will happen. He will do this. 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 And he said, after Jesus spoke to him, he began to watch. Everything Jesus said that man would do, he's doing. That man would do, he's doing. Till now. And when I heard that from him, I'm going to call him and personally sit and have discussions with him. And I'm also speaking to the Lord now because I need another visitation. Especially because of Nigeria. Somebody must visit heaven to decode what is going to happen. However, what Jesus told him, if it is true, among us are people who will not die before rapture. 
I don't think I would die before rapture. You know, I've been saying something among you when I talk sometimes. I said that I have 15 to 20 years of work. Did I know? Did you mean say that? I said, I don't have more than 15 to 20 years, you know. You thought it's a joke. You know, let me say something to you. The Spirit will speak out of you. It will speak out of you. It will speak out of you at a time, and it is the same. It will point to the same end. So, because this world, he even spoke about Russia. I won't tell you about that. He showed it in the Bible. What Russia is doing now. He said, the Lord showed him in the Bible. And then he said, the Lord told him, Russia, China, watch it. But you know, I've told you before, I saw a stool with three stands. Russia, China, which is the ball in the middle of it. But I saw Russia, I saw Iran, and I saw North Korea. And the three of them, I said to you, they are manuf- they, at the time they would know, they have manufactured weapons that the Western world cannot think of. I told you. And the, it's China that will fund the whole project. I told you this 2011 or 7. At that time, China has not been the global power. All right? And I told you, God said that by two, yes, 2007, I told you, that by 2010, 11, uh, the Lord said that China will rule the economy of the world. You remember I told you? And it was so. It's been so. Now, listening to my friend telling me what the Lord has said. And I began to put together what God has said to us. Time is running out. Time is running out. Let me tell you this. This globe does not have many years to live. Because we do not have many years to live on earth, it is essential for you and I to truly serve God. If the trumpet blows, bam! Anybody who is not in Christ will be left behind. Those who are in Christ will disappear from the face of the earth. I would be now. If you hear my voice, as I show you in the word, take it to your heart. This building will be available to the Antichrist after we all have gone. He will seize every place called church. He will put his image there to be worshipped. The first prophet will do that. Anybody who says he's a Christian, you have only one option. You say you are a Christian, you will be beheaded. You know they have been practicing it, all these jihadists. I would mean that. They will physically, it's not metaphoric. They will behead anybody who is not. You say, I'm a Christian, they will behead you straight away. Some says that it is, a, it is a world of human rights. And I will help you understand. In this country, some few years ago, a woman cannot go out naked. They were showing some women on television this week who got pregnant out of wedlock and gave birth. And the government seized their children. And shamed the women that you are fornicators. That's the sin they committed by government of this country. The women are still living alive. Alright? This is the country you're talking about. 
So, and he said, they wonder how they would now say, because they conceived, they didn't have a husband, why they should punish them like that in England? They punished them. They took their children, adopted the children. So they're asking government now this week to apologize to them. Now, in the same, in the same country now, within 50 years, they made law for you to abort and kill children in pregnancy. At that time, if they find anybody about, about somebody, that is a crime. And in the same country, the law has changed that, really, we want you to be going to get pregnant and bring in the babies so that we can use the babies for rituals. They call it abortion. Abortion is a ritual. The baby they took from you, tell me where they put the baby, the fetus. Those who come to collect the fetus know what to do with it. In the Western world. And in African world. They showed some this week in, in India. All the children aborted were thrown in a dung and dogs were eating those children. It was on television this week. So one of the neighbors saw dogs cracking the bones and the bones looked like children. He called the police. The police came and arrested this abortion clinic. And they have heap of bones of children that they have removed from wombs of women. In the same country where it was illegal to have sex if you are not married. Alright? So how can't you understand that when that beast manifests, the table has been laid already. Behead them! They behead straight away. At the beheading, some people say, I'm not a Christian, I'm not a Christian. It's okay, leave him alone. Now, give me your hand or your forehead. I will no right anymore. They will mark it. That person is gone forever into hell. It's gone forever into hell. So, if you are alive today, and you are hearing the word of God today, why don't you repent? I don't want to leave you behind, though. When I'm going with Jesus, I want to look at my right and see you. Look at my left and see you. Look behind me and see you. Look in my front and see you. And all of us are flying to glory. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. So therefore, what is God saying today to you and I? Turn your face away from the world. The evil of each day is enough for it. You have a better life to live. To the last minutes in this world, we should rule. Are we together? And your rulership in any field that you are, you should be the ruler. When Joseph was in prison, he was the ruler of prisoners. When Joseph was a messenger, he was the ruler of all messengers. And when Joseph now became a diplomat, he was the ruler of all ministers. Apart from the man who is the king, he is the next. Except his wife. Everybody come under Joseph. You and I can rule on earth in whatever we are doing now. By the blood of the Lamb. Stand upon your feet. Listen to me. We are going to pray. And tell the Lord. Sanctify our hearts to God. Help us Lord Jesus to follow your will. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Send your fire purify our hearts to God. Tell the Lord. Purify our hearts to God. Help us Lord Jesus. 
to obey your will. Tell the Lord, do not let the devil deceive any one of us. Tell the Lord, give me the power, strength to serve you. The days are evil. Help me to stop sinning. First John 5.18, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. He who is born of God in him, keep him safe. And a wicked one cannot harm him. Tell the Lord. Oh, servant Lord. Father, 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 Father. Barodo sekara barido sakta hidi. Let's begin to command every chain of the devil to be broken. Every spell of Satan be destroyed. Every yoke of the enemy be taken out. Freedom to God's people. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Tell the Lord, purify my heart, purify my mind. Oh Lord, empower me, Lord, to do your will. Empower me to do your will. Tell the Lord, oh Father God. Help me to follow your way. Tell the Lord, help me to follow your way. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with us given. You know, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 says, But among you there should not even be a hint of sexual immorality. Or any form or kind of impurity or greed. Because these are improper for God's people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking. Which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of these you can be sure. No immoral, impure. Or greedy person, such a man as idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. We're going to pray that the Lord will flush our hearts from every act that can as communicators from the commonwealth of God. Begin to pray. I apply the blood of Jesus to my mind. I apply the blood of Jesus to my heart. Father, help me, Lord. Tell the Lord, seal my mind with the blood of the Lamb. 
anyone, if there is anyone under my voice that is held captive in sexual immorality, in impurity, in greed, be free in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that is oppressed by obscenity, foolish talk, close joking. Anyone who does not take the things of God serious, but always joking, always joking. Be free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord our God, every yoke of Satan, command them to be broken. Every work of the devil, command them to be destroyed. Oh Lord my God, let there be purification. Pray and tell God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my soul. Send your fire into my spirit. Send your fire into my heart. Send your fire into my body. Destroy every works of Satan in me. Lord, I pray thee. Lord, I pray thee. Tell the Lord, help my desire to be for you alone. Turn our heart towards you alone. This world is going on. It's fading away. It will perish and pass away. But those who are born of God will be forever. Tell the Lord, enable me, Lord, to follow your precepts. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Lord, I pray for everyone under my voice. Mercy! Lord, mercy! Father, mercy! Come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. of bronze, bars of iron, be broken down in the name of Jesus. Limitations be taken out in the name of Jesus. As you go in this new week, it shall come to pass. The power of God will go ahead of you. It will accomplish that which your purpose for you. The word of God over you shall be made manifest. God will be with you until everything is carried out. In this week, you will be the fulfillment of God's promise. Everything that heaven has declared over you, in this week they shall come to pass. Grace to break through. Grace to move on. Grace to be elevated. Receive in the name of Jesus. Every form of impediment, the Lord rebuke you. Be taken out. Relationship that can crush you. I break in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those who can elevate you. People who matter to destiny. I call them to, your, to come to your path. I call them to come along your path. I call them to be released unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everywhere you turn to in this week. You will find favor of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. You will hear the voice of your maker. It shall be distinct and clear. The Lord will direct your path. 
the Lord will speak to your spirit. The Lord will instruct your soul. He will guide you in the right way to go. In the mighty name of Jesus. All the good things that heaven has prepared for you. Satan will not hinder you any longer. They shall come to pass. Thank you, Father. I pray for the endeavors of your children. The things that they set their hearts to achieve this week. Let rain fall down from heaven upon the works of their hands. Those who are looking for provision, let provision come to them from heaven. Those who are looking for connection, connect them with those who matter, Father. You are the one who made a way for your people in the wilderness. Make a way for everyone. Lord, make a way for everyone. By the end of this week, let everyone have a smile on their faces. Father, I say, we are going now to the end of July. Everything you have promised for July be made manifest upon them. Father, open our eyes to see. Reveal to us the secret of the devil in our lives. Reveal to us the traps of Satan around us. Reveal to us your divine plan for us. Lord, the angel of success sent before these people. That your name be exalted. Sickness, die in the name of Jesus. Sickness, die in the name of Jesus. Sickness, die in the name of Jesus. Infirmity, depart in the name of Jesus. Infirmity, go in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, is done. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. All heaven. And throne on high. His name My birth.
for the King of heaven that lives forever and ever. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Pastor Ben will take our offering in this meeting. Let me just announce a few announcements to you. You know, we are going to Israel this Wednesday. We shall be in the land of Jesus. <laughs> I want to wind you up so that you will join us next year. When we arrive, we are arriving at Tel Aviv. We are arriving at the city of Nineveh. And that is Tel Aviv. That's the city where Jonah was going to take the sheep and run away. That is the city where you have the house of Simon the Tanner. Remember when the angel appeared to Cornelius? He said, send to Joppa and ask for the tanner he lives by the river that house of simon the tanner is still there till today we will move the second day towards galilee on our way to galilee most probably we will pass through the land of the amorites amalekites hittites and jebusites and we will pass through the valley of aijalon where joshua commanded the sun to stand still and you will see how rugged the mountain is. You don't need to put the, uh, the telephone there. Just put the, 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 the address because this time around nobody can join us. I gave you some photographs before. You can show those photographs. And then we will go round Galilee. The Capernaum, which is Capernaum. We will go to, that is the sepulchre of Jesus. This is the real tomb where Jesus was buried. Exactly, this is the right one. We will go through this when we come back to Jerusalem, but we will go through Galilee, and we will go to the village of Jesus Christ, Capernaum, and we will go to the place where Mary saw the angel Gabriel, when angel Gabriel appeared to her. That well is preserved till today. The spring they build around it. We will go to Cana of Galilee, where Jesus turned water into wine. You will see the very pots, the kind of pots that they use for the wedding, and Jesus turned it into wine. We will go to Magdala. I'll pass through Magdala, the village of Mary Magdalene. We will go to uh, the house of Joseph. We will also go to the house of Joseph Arimatheas. We will go to Caesarea, where, you know, Paul was put in prison. The kind of prison they put Paul in those days. We will go to, and this is very interesting, a mountain range. When you stand there, that is Megiddo. You will see far away mountains surrounding Megiddo like this. On this mountain, that is where 
Elijah called down the fire. Right opposite it is the mountain of transfiguration where Elijah and Moses appeared to Jesus. Then, if you move towards the east side, that is the village of Deborah. The land where they led the battle, where Deborah led the battle of Israel, you will see that land. And just beside it is the village of uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. You will see the, the throne of Saul and King David, where they fought all their battles with the enemies. And the geologists believe that the Megiddo, where they are talking about the Armageddon, that is the space of land where Armageddon will happen. These are historians, not Christians, theologians and historians. You will see the place of the Beatitude, where Jesus read the Beatitude. And we will break bread there. You will walk on the very uh, road where Jesus walked when they were singing, Ride on, ride on, in majesty, he came to Jerusalem with a donkey. You will see the, um, the temple where Jesus beat the, the people selling and buying. The, uh, the temple is still there till today. You will see also, you know, in that realm, the place where God called Abraham to go and slaughter his son, the Bethel, where angel appeared to Abraham and also to, to, to Jacob. And you'll be amazed on top of it, a standing mosque today. And that is the same spot Solomon built his temple before mosque is now built upon it. You will see many things that will challenge your faith. You will see many things that will, that will strengthen you. That is around that place. But it's not just here. It's down the road. I have the photograph, you know, which this time around I'm going to put a montage together so that I will show you one scene to the other. It is a good thing to go to Israel. If all your life saving, you go to Israel once before Jesus comes, it's worthwhile. Do we get it now? A, a, somebody went with us one of the days. That, that, that photograph they are showing is Gethsemane. That is where Jesus Christ prayed. And the drop of his, of his sweat was like a blood. And then he was arrested here. And he was taken down to the temple where they tried Jesus. Where Pontius Pilate tried Jesus. He's still there till today. We will get there. To that temple. We will enter that temple where it was done. And you will see all this. Where he carried the cross, all the, the, the road he went through, carrying the cross, where he fell down, they wrote it there, uh, number one, number two, he fell here and that stuff. It will, it will change your life. The eighth is, when we go to, to um, the sepulchre, the atheist came to me and said, Apostle, <laughs> I believe now that the story of Jesus is true. He said, I don't know what I'm feeling here. He said, I've seen everything. It is true. I said, now do you believe that it's God? He said, yes. Of course, the rest is story. So, we will be going, those of us who are able to, for this trip. The rest of you, pray for us. And when we reach the Holy Land, we will pray for you. At least prayer from the Holy Land will be a very powerful one. Isn't it? We will be shooting prayer down. And let me say this to you. Our daily prayer continues. 
I can't wait to join you from the Holy Land bombarding the devil. It's going to be a great one. Now, second announcement. Can I say to you all how beautiful you are? I can see love among you. I think someone did not expect me to tell them that. But I'm telling you my heart. There is no church on earth as beautiful as you guys. I look at your faces, my friend. That's why I don't want to leave you. You know? (laughs) But let me say this to you, therefore. We thank the men for what they give us every year, which is our family fund day. It came to my notice that a sect among you is planning another family fund day. Don't do that. If you live in Catford, all you Christians, all you members of safety in Catford, or all you members of safety who live in Kent, or who live in Essex, you cannot, you must not do any family fund day just for we in Kent, we in Essex. That is a division. It does not come from God, it's rebellion. So if we in Essex, we want to go on a, on a trip, it's a good trip, we tell the whole church. So that the whole church will be involved and we will all go as a church, not as we in Essex. You know, I dwell in Essex and I have so many members in Essex. Can you imagine if I just carry those people and we go to, um, what do you call it now? Um, South End on Sea. We, we Essex CFT members. No, we can't do that. Because what about you? What about you? What about you? So if anybody have any initiative of anything that can help the social well-being of this church, bring it to the administrators so that we will announce it to the church. I was telling one of the men that this year outing should be twice in a year. Because I love you so much. Especially now when sun is burning tomorrow. <laughs> sun is burning everywhere tomorrow. <laughs> England is in trouble. The sun that burns in Guzo in Nigeria is more than that. And they don't sweep themselves naked. They don't have casualty. They don't have one 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 nine 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 all over the whole place. One 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 one. In Guzao in Nigeria, the sun is about sixty and it doesn't burn them. When you put egg under the under the sand, within five minutes the egg will boil and cook. I, I worked as a surveyor there. The egg will cook. When you see lizard walking, they will put one leg like this. <laughs> you see the lizard, they will do their leg like this. And then when, when you put that down, he will walk a little bit and then do like this. <laughs> Cooling. <laughs> the lizard, because the ground is burning the lizard. However, we have Africans, they are members, you know, Nigerians, they are who, that's where they were born, that's where they live. You know, God gave us knowledge. The kind of houses we build, we build them with mud so that when the outside is burning, inside is very cool. We don't have iron corrugated sheets. We don't use all this, your, your engineering that destroys everywhere. We use ordinary palm leaves to do a, a roof so that when sun is heating outside, the palm will give you cool inside. Africans are great builders. Amen. <laughs> If all these are houses in London, we build them with uh, laterites like we do in Africa. Whether you are cool or wholesome or no wholesome, you'll be feeling cool inside. And you know our, 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 our tap water, we dig the ground and then put a clay 
pot there. If everywhere is burning, when you go to the clay pot, it's fresh and cool water. You drink, your soul will be at peace. I think we have to introduce that to England. All this burning, 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 everybody, they are panicking. There is, uh, you know, fire brigade is having problems. They will not have problems. We will give England solution. Amen. Maybe when Kemi becomes our prime minister, she will help us. <laughs> I mean, it is good to bring African values into England because at least they, they exported English values like Kota Road, yeah, bridges to Africa. When it's in every Africa, have is good. They should import it to England too. We have solution to this one. They should know that. Yeah, we have solution to this one. So. If any one of you, you know, a group or whatever, have inspiration, don't just go out and say you are representing us. Come and tell us. So that those of us who are able to go, like we are going to Israel, all of us will join as a church. Anything to be done in safety must be done as a people. Do we agree? Yes. I can't hear you say yes. yes Only choir say yes to me. Yes I can't hear you over there. Beautiful. Now, women of Rad Destiny are waiting for your family fun day. We want to eat roast. Uh, maybe you will give us jacked potato, jacked chicken, and jack, what do you call it in Caribbean? Dickiness, Marlene. Jack what? Jack everything. What do you say? Eh? Jack. My friend, you are not Caribbeans. Keep quiet. Yeah, you haven't been to Caribbean with me. I went with uh, Dickness Marlene. Is he not Jack? Can you imagine? These people are talking. You haven't been there. If you have not been in Caribbean, don't talk. Yes, say it there. Jock. Jerk. <laughs> Look at Dickness. He says, she says, it's Jock. <laughs> All right, I will come and learn how to call it there with you. It's joke, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when you women want to do your own, we will all go and give us the joke. <laughs> Let's welcome <laughs> Pastor Ben, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's beautiful to be in the house of God. Thank you, Daddy. No, it's always refreshing to sit under his feet. Profound insight and wisdom. Now turn with me to the book of Leviticus 26. I'm going to be reading from number 3 to 4. You know, offering time. Hallelujah. I didn't hear your response. Offering time. Leviticus 26, number 3. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send rain in its season. That was a good place to say amen. The ground will yield its crops and all the trees their fruits. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest. The grape harvest will continue until planting. And you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land. Verse number 9. 
I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers. I will keep my covenant with you. Amen. You see, blessing is as a result of our obedience to instructions. And it's so important that when it is time to give to God, uh, last week Pastor Dyer said it's not a time just to tip God something. It's a time to renew the covenant of His provision over us. Amen. And so as we get ready to give to God, those of us online, those of us that are watching us on different platforms, you want to connect to this promise we just read. It said, if you follow my decrees, we heard the word, and we will keep to his statutes, then he will send rain. Amen? And so you want to wrap your faith around whatever you're giving to God. Some of us are redeeming our pledges. Some of us have also made vows to God, and you're bringing them. Some of us have also put in a seed or put in your offering on the platform for God to visit you. Whatever it is, you tie your faith around this word that has come forth, that I will send forth my rain in its season, and I will cause your ground to yield its crops. Amen. Shall we close our eyes? Just pray over your seed whatever offering you're bringing before god he said i will look over you with favor you heard the word of the lord as our father and the lord spoke and was prophesying and that god will open his treasury yes lord that i thank you for your word that came to us this morning we know you have a covenant with us And we also understand this is the season that you are transferring worth into our hands for the advancement of the mandate given to us. Oh God, according to the provisions of Leviticus 26, you say that you, oh God, will send rain and you will cause our ground to bring forth. May this word be activated. In the life of every son and daughter of yours, thank you, O God. We bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, the details have been put on the screen. And so, please, let's rise up with assurance in our heart. Give our seat to the Lord. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Father, this is the holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from above and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we be... Take our seats, please. Now let's invite our Father in the Lord. Oh, is Pastor for in the announcement? Hallelujah. I saw Pastor Fumi sent me an information, but my phone is off, so I didn't have all the information. Anyway, um, if today is your first time coming here, can we uh, see you upstanding or raise your hand so we give you CFT welcome? Do we have somebody worshiping with us for the first time? see beautiful faces there. When I saw our brother, I said, ah, is that Dickin? <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow, this is CFT, a house where champions are raised, a house of overcomers. I believe that this morning you have been blessed. Just as the word that came forth this morning, as you kind of open up your heart to it, Definitely God will honor his word. Now the ushers will hand into you a pack. Please make sure that you fill in your details. Make sure that every information that is provided in there, you go through and you send the information back to the form back to the ushers so that we can be of help to you. Thank you for coming. Shall we... Um, welcome them. Let somebody say hello to them. Somebody greet them. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Tonight, our home group, we're going to be reflecting on. Galatians chapter 1 to 6. You know, in my house, it's become difficult because we've got these three kids and you're trying to get them in somebody will jump. And it's almost as if we have to change our time, the seven, to get them to sleep so that we can do it. What I'm trying to say is that whatever you have to do to make sure that you connect to it, you have to do it. No matter the challenge, because that is where you are being developed. Nobody will come and supervise you, but God is watching. And so I'm saying this to say that it is time for us to do the reflection. You know, it is easy to cut corners, but make sure that you give yourself to that. We are doing Galatians chapter 1 to chapter 6. Then in the evening, we're going to have our normal daily prayers. One of the things that has helped those of us who love to come on the platform, I said, 
it will always discipline you it will give you that kind of discipline even sometimes when you are not ready to because you've given yourself to it when it is nigh whatever you're doing you give yourself so we encourage each and every one please make sure it's a legacy of this house that you connect to it nine sharp on the dot amen then on wednesday we're going to have our bible studies with mama omar when you see the little ones giving reflection and then also giving their contribution you ask yourself the devil is in trouble because when you see them sharing and giving depth of revelation it means that god is using the teaching to affect us so we want to encourage each and every one to be part of it and number four we have There will be meeting for men, men's meeting on the 28th, which is the men's meeting coming up this Thursday. It says 28, 21st. All right. So men, please take note of that. Make sure that you'll be part of it. You know, our Father in the Lord has said this over and over that He wants men to be an extension of Him in the house. And you and I, as He is alive, He must see us operating in the same grace that He has. And so we want to encourage all men, please take note of that day, 21st. We're going to be on the Zoom, 7.30, prompt. Then... We have our PVM meeting, retreat coming off the 15th to the 18th of August, 2022. Please be reminded that those of us that have not made our payment or have not finished our payment, let's make sure that we finish our payment. There's going to be, the payment should be made, it should have been made at the end of May. But we still encourage each and every one to make sure that if you have made your deposit, then you make the remaining or the outstanding payment. We've got youth announcement. I hope somebody from the youth is going to Brother Prince. Let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. So... If you're a youth of royal destiny, can I see you wave your hands up? If you're a youth of royal destiny, can I see you wave your hands up? I, I love the energy from the choir. So, we have three um, announcements from the youth. So, the youth convention is going to be from the 8th of August to the 14th of August. Can I get a last screen? That's right. If you're a youth, you should be joining them. Um, so, um, we have uh, youth uh, next month, which is August, 8th of August to the 14th of August, that's a youth, uh, um, youth convention. Make sure that you are part of it. You don't want to miss out on what God is going to do. Uh, the next announcement is the youth t-shirt. Uh, the t-shirt is available until the 24th of July, so make sure that you place an order. If you don't have the... 
you have access, just take the scan the uh, code on the screen so that you can place your order. By the 24th of July, there's no, uh, we, we're not able to take any more orders. And the last announcement is today, we have the Youth Open Mind. I didn't hear you again. We have the Youth Open Mind. And if you don't know what that means, it's what it means. Hallelujah. So we're going to meet today, today, and we're going to sing together. Hey. And they're up and them down. I will bless the Lord. If you want more, come at 5 p.m. upstairs in the Hall of Mirrors. We're going to be doing more of that. We're going to be praising the Lord. I will bless the Lord. You will bless the Lord. Amen. Join us there. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. I think that's the best place to be. Amen. So the age of the youth is from the ages of 12 to 30. And uh, also the um, open mic, there's an admission fee of three pounds. And make sure, I forgot to mention that. And everyone is allowed to join in, in the open mic. So even if you're a youth and you're 60, come along. All right? <laughs> well, I think I'll be joining them. Amen. And so please, let's take the announcement seriously and make sure as our Father and the Lord announce, let's support them in our prayers as they go for this week. I personally had an encounter when I went to Israel, so let's support them with our prayers. Amen. Shall we receive, Daddy? I think I'm a youth too. I will bless the Lord. You know, when we were singing, I wish I'm going to wear my Agbada. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I'm a youth. Of course, I'm going with you on the way there, isn't it? I'm a youth. So, all of you who are youth in the church, make sure you youth up yourself before you grow old. Because once you pack taxi, they will just transfer you to the men and the women. I think you have introduced uh, Dickin uh, Peter and Dickin Silas, Paul and Silas. Both of you come, come, come. Make way for them. You don't need to go back to that place where you were sitting down. I want to show church something. Quick, quick, quick. Jump here. So turn to the church. I will mention their name. Who among these two people did you know before? Can you tell the difference between them? Yeah. 
You know what happened? This is interesting. This is Dickiness Summer's husband. And he, he came to join us from Nigeria. His brother is also a deacon. They are twins. I think among you I would have known that now. <laughs> because if you resemble someone like this and you are not a twin, we will do something to you. <laughs> so this is going to shock you. And this man is a businessman. So he was selling his, his um, business on the internet, uh, Facebook or whatever. Facebook. And a sister in Seattle Cathedral saw the Facebook and she contacted this man to buy product from him. And when so they were talking on Facebook, and then he said, oh, you know, discussion one to buy becomes something else, you know. And then he asked her, which church do you attend? Are you born again? He said, oh yeah, I'm born again, I'm a Christian. Which church do you attend? He said, I attend CFT Cathedral. Uh-uh. He said, I attend CFT Lagos. Do you understand? Both of them are applicants. You know what I'm saying? He is not engaged. She is not engaged. So from buying and selling, <laughs> they, they, they first discovered, ah, you are, you are in cathedral with apostle. I'm, I'm apostle's son. They will say, I'm apostle's daughter. Uh, so if that be the case, prayers have been answered. <laughs> so whatever the case may be, he is here to wed his bride. Sister Doreen. And our country, United Kingdom, is so gracious. We want people from Africa, from India, from Caribbean to come and join us. Our borders are open to everybody, as long as you are coming to marry here. So, <laughs> so he has just arrived last week, you know, for you know uh, his uh, wedding and engagement with the, with Sister Doreen. We'll be letting you know the rest of the story. But if you see this man, don't take him for this man. This is Paul. This is Silas. I mean, who is Paul among you? You are Paul. You see what I'm saying now. <laughs> who can tell among both of them? <laughs> so he is Paul. He is Peter. Silence, my friend. <laughs> All right, put your hands together for the Lord for them. If I was there when they named him Peter, I would have said no. Paul and Silas. But he is brother Peter. Shall we just rise up together now? Wow, what a destiny. God is very funny sometimes. How he does this thing. Two people from the same church in two different continents, they are selling and buying. And before you know it, somebody bought a woman, a woman bought the man. And, and they set up a limited liability company, the shareholder, his father, son, and Holy Ghost. So we thank God for, for them. The Lord who did that for you, maybe there is someone among you who is still looking up to the Lord. You will see that it's easy. God will do it for you too. Your, your Peter will come to your doing. Oh yes, please. Now, the cathedral needs a refurbishment of hand. And so we decided that there are some works we haven't finished in this church. Cleaning and if you look at how there, I was passing there and I saw that your grass there has grown. 
and I saw that you know you need to we need to do some cutting of uh, you know some of the environments and clean the cathedral environment. Normally there are people who clean the inside, but it is the duty of us men to do the outside. So Pastor Ababa, he is the one in charge, and 12 noon on Saturday we will gather here men and we will go around and clean everywhere that needs to be cleaned so that they can get a skip and we skip what needs to be skipped so that we are really preparing for the next move of God among us. So please all men just contact the office they will give you direction and 12, 12 p.m. next 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 week we will gather together and we will do the duty and the Lord will strengthen and bless us. Amen. So you youth, you have something outside there for us? Did you have something? When is this day you are talking? 5 p.m. Today. And that's what I'm saying. Today. We will come here. And what do you sell? Open mic. So what does the ticket do? Open mic. You will give me a microphone to sing? Eh? So then what will you get from the ticket? Oh, we buy the ticket. Aha, uh-huh, so you are raising funds. And I, I want to know why, so that people know what they are coming for. You didn't do well. The other time, you did um, something we ate. And that's the kind of thing we like now, rather than come and talk to the telephone. So do that one for us. So. Do that one we eat. Uh, don't you, church? You want to come and talk to the microphone? So, you will come today. You will come today. If you don't come today, we will not let you come when we eat. So. <laughs> yes, the men's meeting is changed to 28, not this week. Because I'll be in Israel and I want to be in that men's meeting. All right now, so don't worry, we will come and do the mic and talk to the mic they want us to talk to. Give them money. If you can't come to open mic, send money to them. How much is the ticket? Ah, that's no money. Everybody, three pounds when you are going out. So that we'll give you three pounds. It's three pounds you want. Some of you can just slap them with five pounds. <laughs> Where we are going, they are raising money. That's what it is. So those of you can come to open mic, come to open mic. And when you are going, I'll just give them a donation of five pounds or three pounds. And you will do the one we eat food. I want you to do it. So we do that last Sunday of the month. What do you call that now? Food? Bake sale. Uh, they have a manners of tongues. Last Sunday of the month, I'm so happy to announce to you, bake sale. And we are going to eat all manners of food. Look at it. Uh, uh, they are ready for us. Look at them. No, 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 no. Not this one. Chicken must be there. Fried beef must be there. And I don't know what they call these things that you do for us. Spicy and hot. Not, not cake. We don't want cake. Yes, competition. Cooking competition. Well, you are giving me... I can get this one outside. Biscuit and cake. God forbid. So... We are going to. We are, we are, there is cooking competition. Yes. Hey. 
Alright, now we are in for it. Now shall we just thank God for this, man. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you so much. We can excite ourselves, Lord, you know. We just give you praise. In Jesus' anointed name. Stretch your hand before the Lord and let me speak the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open the book of remembrance and grant your petitions. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he turn your dreams into revelations and reveal himself to you in this season. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Shall we share the grace together as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21? Now, the God of peace are brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, Make us perfect in every good to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Say the grace, general grace to somebody. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. Surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, forever and ever. Before you sing your grace, shall I remind you, this week, make sure when you go out, you go with bottles of water. Alright, it has been announced that we're going to have a scorching heat, so make sure you have bottles of water. And when you, you don't drink, drink it off. Sip a little bit when you are thirsty. Paradventure, you may need it, or somebody on the streets may need it, so that you are fully armed to it. And also, it is my great delight to announce to all of you that one of my sons, my very son, has just bagged his PhD. <laughs> Pastor, Doctor. Sydney Ahamefula. <laughs> he has just bagged his PhD. Let me tell you, I don't want to show you the photograph, but if you come on the last day of the month, you will see it. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall on somebody there.
us and according to our confession. God bless you. Please be seated. And the ushers will let you out row by row. Can I ask that all pastors and elders should come over to see Apostle briefly? Please, God bless you.